And we're joined live by Oklahoma Senator James Langford. Good morning, Senator Langford. Welcome back. Hey, good morning. Good to talk to you all again. I know you've got a good sense of humor. Let's just start with this. I think it would be hilarious if on Sunday, Hannah and Jordan gave you a card that wished you happy male birthing person's day. I think it would be perfectly appropriate, given the question you ask uh, Javier Becerra, the Health and Human Services Secretary. Birthing persons? Is that really bureaucraties for parent? Uh, you know what? It is Orwellian in many ways, just redefining every term in our life and in our culture. L- literally, and, and people don't know the story, when I was in front of the secretary of HHS in the budget for President Biden in the health and human services area, they have replaced the word mother in some places with the word birthing person uh, to be able to put it out there to be politically correct or whatever we're calling it, the woke term at this point. And I just had to ask Javier Becerra, really birthing person? What is wrong with the word mom? In Oklahoma, we use the word mom, and moms seem to like that word. Uh, I have tried it out on my mom to call her my birthing person, and uh, she's not <laughs> she's not a fan of it, actually. <laughs> I imagine she is not. All right, to the matter at hand. Uh, Joe Biden's back in Washington. How do you think the president did on this eight-day eight trip that took him to the G7, to NATO, and to the summit yesterday with Putin? You know, it, it's, it's a shake hands kind of moment. There, there's low expectations on this especially early on in the presidency. Uh, every president's had the opportunity to be able to go visit. There, there were some stunning moments that uh, were surprising in, in a few of the press conferences that he's taken some heat for that he just seemed to fumble around on. But the, the moment that I saw yesterday when he did the, uh, the press event after his meeting with Putin and said, I brought Putin a list of 16 items to say you are not to touch these 16 items. It, when I heard that, it just made me laugh. I thought he should have brought a map of the United States and laid it out and say, there is nothing that you are to attack with a cyber attack. Instead, apparently he brought 16 items and said, here's our most vulnerable areas. Don't touch these areas, Uh, which was just a really odd moment. I don't know who thought that was a great idea to give to Russia our most vulnerable areas and to say, we're really sensitive in these spots, so don't attack it. Uh, It didn't go well because uh, Putin in his press event said, we don't do cyber attacks. The United States does. Uh, so uh, apparently Putin didn't take his advice there. Well, uh, and that was a really odd moment. President Biden seemed to confirm that saying, you know, we can do these too or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. He, he uh, President Biden basically said, what would you think if if we attacked your pipeline? And, and apparently Putin responds back with it would matter. Well, of course it would matter. That's why we, we should be very, very clear. There's not an area anywhere in the country. It's not 16 items. Uh, it's everywhere in the United States and anything that is connected to us, you cannot attack. And uh, that that should be made very, very clear. Yeah, make it clear, but how do we enforce it? How do we get uh, Russia to crack down on these criminal gangs that are apparently doing this? Well, continue to accelerate sanctions in key areas does matter. Uh, and in actually enforcing the sanctions we had in place. For instance, President Trump had in place uh, sanctions against Russia on their pipeline, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, Uh, President Biden, when he came into office, relieved those sanctions. So it was this really odd back-to-back where President uh, Biden cuts off the Keystone pipeline coming from Canada and Montana, that he's apparently afraid of oil from Montana. And then he then releases sanctions on the Russian pipeline going into Western Europe, which means two things. One is the Russians get off scot-free in this. They're able to move their natural gas into Western Europe and it hurts the United States long term because the alternative for Western Europe was either buy gas from Russia or buy gas from the United States. 
So literally, he hurt our jobs in America and lifted sanctions on Russia. That does not tell Russia that we're going to come after you if you actually attack us, if he's actually lifting sanctions rather than putting them in place. Governors are starting to take action to alleviate the border crisis as best they can. Governor Abbott in Texas saying he's going to finish, or at least uh, start to finish the wall, uh, allocating $250 million to that. And other governors say, hey, we're, we're going to send law enforcement to the Texas border, give them a hand. Um, it's come to this. Yeah, it has come to this. It's been very hard. Uh, Again, the president of the United States is constitutionally the one responsible for enforcing the law. That's the job of the president. Members of Congress don't enforce the law. The judges don't enforce the law. The president is the one that's to enforce the law. And when the president won't do it, now we've got all this makeshift trying to be able to figure out how to actually get it done. It is worse than what most people think. Uh, I've had a lot of folks lately that have said to me, it seems to be getting better at the border. Uh, And my response to them is, no, it's getting worse at the border. Just the media stopped talking about it. Uh, March was the highest month in 20 years for illegal crossings. It was beaten in April. It was beaten again in May. May was the largest number in 20 years. It continues to go up every year. And starting last month, I started tracking interdictions here in the United States, in the interior of the United States, not just at the border. ICE agents are now being told not to arrest and deport individuals. Last month, ICE actually deported 3,000 people in the entire country. To give you a point of reference for that, we have 6,000 ICE agents. So in a month's time period, 6,000 ICE agents were allowed to deport 3,000 people. Uh, So they are literally being cut off. Even criminal aliens are not being deported anymore. Uh, There was one that I actually pulled last week I spoke about on the floor of the Senate. Whereas an individual who was selling a half pound of heroin, which is a lot, he was selling a half pound of heroin. When he drove in, he saw that he was about to get arrested. So he drove his car at a police officer who narrowly uh, escaped being slammed with this car. There was a child in his back seat. So it's literally child endangerment, trafficking drugs, assaulting a police officer. ICE agents asked the Biden administration if they could deport him, and they were told no. He did not meet the standard for deportations. So this is really unbelievable what's happening right now with the Biden administration and what they're doing to ignore uh, enforcing the law in the interior of the United States, even on criminal aliens. When I talk to the ICE folks, even on sex offenders, they're not deporting any longer. And then also then opening up our our southern border. So it's been a mess. Senator James Langford's our guest. I'm Dan Potter with Rick Corey. I know the IRS leaks have been somewhat of a concern, Senator, something getting out about how much some of the more rich Americans pay. And it's it's a problem for a lot of reasons. And, of course, the leak itself. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I, I was a little stunned by the leak. And then after I, I began reading it and going through it, I, I thought, why am I surprised by this? I've actually seen this movie before. Uh, during the Obama-Biden administration, they weaponized the IRS, the, the whole lowest learner event to be able to take conservative groups, couldn't get access to nonprofits and liberal groups would. Uh, so this is the weaponizing again of the IRS to be able to have selected leaks that they have a political agenda that they're going to try to put out certain people's tax forms. The problem with this is manyfold. One is it's a federal offense. It's a felony to actually release tax records for any individual. It can't be just, hey, they're a rich person. And so we're going to throw it out there. And that's no big deal because it's a rich person. Because the same week, they actually put, uh, leaked out this tax information on wealthy individuals here in the United States. Uh, was also the same week that President Biden quietly requested that he would start gathering 
every transaction in the bank for every American of $600 or more to deposit or withdraw from the bank. He wants the IRS to get that record from the bank so that the banks would start just funneling this information straight to the IRS. So while they're talking about and releasing, not just talking about while they're releasing tax information on some wealthy Americans, they're actively working to get more information on every American to be held by the IRS. That is a real problem that I pushed back and I met with uh, Secretary Yellen yesterday on it to be able to say, listen, I I have no interest in you having every transaction of every American of $600 or more when it's clear you can't even protect the information that you have. The current threshold's ten thousand dollars, isn't it? That that's has correct. To be reported. Wow, that's what correct. A, that's so a, that, man. That's so a, that that is, and, and they keep saying, "Well, this is all about enforcing taxes on the wealthiest Americans." That's not about the wealthiest Americans. When it's a transaction of six hundred dollars or more uh, that's going in and out of your bank account, that's harvesting a lot more information and targeting a lot more people. And again, they've been shown that they can't be trusted to be able to actually protect that information. When people turn their taxes in, rich or poor, doesn't matter. When they turn their taxes in they should be assured that record is going to be protected, that if they want to release it, they as an individual can, but it's not going to be released by someone who's mad at them under the IRS to suddenly decide I'm going to use your tax records to be able to leak out on you if you had a divorce or if you had a whatever or if you're just too rich for me and I want to be able to release this out. Uh, So it it, it is a big issue. I I know we're kind of at the end of our time, but i got to ask you about this because I promoted it all day yesterday and and this morning. Um, there's there's two sides to this. One is very serious, and the other one is the timing is just ironic. Uh, you are signed on to legislation to outlaw chimeras, which is experimental animal-human hybrids. Right. A, have you heard of this kind of research actually happening? Uh, and B, were you as shocked as I was the very next day to see USA Today's fake cover page promoting the show Sweet Tooth, which is about exactly that topic? Yeah, I, I was surprised to be able to see that. Yes, Chimera Research has been happening already in China. Uh, Chimera Research was already targeted in places like the Wuhan lab, uh, where they're experimenting with actually putting together human and animal embryos together to figure out if they can do it. This is not theoretical anymore. This is not science fiction. In China, just uh, two months ago, they announced that they actually took a human embryo and a primate embryo, put them together, and got it to be able to live in the lab for 19 days as they're actually growing this embryo. Uh, Now, this this has all kinds of serious moral and ethical issues uh, that uh, my simple statement is we need to pause at this point The left is saying whatever science can do, science should be allowed to do. My statement is there are things that could be done that shouldn't be done. And that's where I'm pushing back on it uh, to try to make it very, very clear. This is not about we have the capability, so we should do it. Uh, This is about we need to be able to think this through to be able to determine what is ethically, morally appropriate in mixing human embryos and others and then to be able to grow them into something brand new. Uh, That is a whole different shift that we should not step into uh, as a culture, just I, that we're even talking about this blows me away. Yeah. Senator, thank you so much. We will talk to you again soon. You bet. Look forward to it. Oklahoma Senator James Langford.